0: To Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Welcome to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale, the weekly radio talk show where we unwrap and reveal the secrets that successful people use and you can too. Available at successunwrappedradio.com. My guest this week is Marcia Weeder, known as America's Dream Coach. She's a motivational speaker, the author of several books dedicated to achieving your dreams, and the leader of a dream movement. She's appeared several times on Oprah and the Today Show and had a national PBS special called Making Your Dreams Come True. She's also a columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle, where she urges readers to take the great dream challenge. Marcia, thanks for being on Success Unwrapped to help us unwrap our success and our dreams today.
1: My pleasure.
0: Now, what exactly is a dream coach? Ah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, first of all, we're talking about dreams, uh, specifically things that people want, right? So mm-hmm. personal or professional sort of goals and accomplishments, not the kind of dreams that we're interpreting at night. And the whole idea be- behind uh, coaching and dream coaching is supportively helping people get clear about what they want, overcome their fears and doubts, and most importantly, take action. So I would say, I like to say that I'm leading a dream movement that's moving people away from just thinking about and speaking about their dreams to actually doing something about them.
0: Okay, so getting clear, the first step, what exactly does it take to get clear on what we want?
1: You know, that's the hardest step. I mean, it's a great question. Often, I I think we're so mired in reality, and we're so busy living from our clocks and our calendars that a lot of us don't even know what we want. And where dreams come from, basically, you, you make them up. Some of them are based on need, your need to put food on the table or to put your kids through a good school. Some of them are based on desire, maybe to become a gourmet chef or to write a book. But the dreams that are the expression of your passion, uh, I, I often say standing in your purpose the quality of your dreams will change. So the whole idea in, in dreaming is getting people to swing outside of just being or being overly realistic. So it, you know, it's not that reality is not an important part of the mix. You have to know where you are so that you can design the strategy for where you want to go. But the question is, what has being realistic cost you? It can cost you your passion, your dreams, your hopes, and your desires, and what most of us do is we kill off our dreams before we explore the possibilities of where they might take us or how to make them happen. So the whole idea of getting clear at the simplest level, Heather, it's about writing the dream down and talking about it, getting it out of your head. In your head, it has little chance for survival. It's in there with your shopping list, your to-do list, your agenda, and most dangerously, Left in your in your mind in your head, your dreams are in there with your doubts, fears, and all the reasons why you think you can't have them. So this 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 process of starting to separate out what do you want that's the, that's the place to start in the dreaming process. What do you want? What's important to you? What matters to you? But asking a question such as you know how do I want my life to be is a very confronting question. Because if you're a person that practices living with integrity, the next question must be, and what am I willing to do about it? So a lot of us don't want to begin dreaming because then it's like, "Uh oh, I may have to do something about it. And that's where the whole dream coach process comes in, where somebody will supportively hold you accountable for getting clear about what you want and taking action. It's just been proven in the whole coaching world that people who, have somebody else outside of themselves who they've made a commitment to, the, the, the odds increase dramatically and drastically around the success of their goals and dreams.
0: And the second step, overcoming fears, I think that's very closely tied to the third step, taking action. Because I know so many people who they seem to know what they want, and yet they won't take that action, and I think it's because of the fears. So what do we do to get rid of those fears and get them out of the way?
1: Well, you're asking great questions. I would say the biggest obstacles are not, and this may surprise some of your listeners, are not around time and money. The reason I know that is people all the time say to me, well, I'd go for my dream if I only had enough money. So I ask, how much do you need? And of course, the most common answer is, I don't know, but I know I don't have enough. And it's the fear, the doubt that keeps us from ever sitting down with a pen and paper and saying, huh. I want to go on a cruise and I have no money. How can I make that happen? Or, huh, I want to start my own business, but I don't really have the finance or the resources. Where can I barter? Where can I trade? Where can I get a mentor? We kill off the dream before we explore the possibilities. And that's because the fear and the doubt comes in and just takes over. And, you know, I often feel that inside of us, we have this dreamer part that says, yes, I can do it. And then we have this doubter part that says, who are you kidding? Or what are you thinking? I remember I wanted to go to a Spanish immersion program in Costa Rica. And the dreamer in me is like, yeah, you go, girl, you can do it. The doubter's like, are you kidding? You're you're too old. You don't have the money. You failed before. You're going to go to a foreign country. And the dreamer's like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you, know, you have to have like this internal negotiation. The dreamer is like, well, wait, this is really great. And the doubter is like, well, who's going to run your business while you're gone? And the dreamer is like, well, I have, you know, I have people. It's possible. And the doubter is like, well, you know, how do you think it's going to look to your clients that you're out of the country? And I'm like, well, I'm thinking as a dream coach, it's going to be looking pretty good. You know? <laughs> so, so inside of us, we kind of get a little schizophrenic. We have this dreamer and the doubter, and the doubter is the voice that will often try to suppress, which makes it louder and bigger. And what I teach is that if you can turn the doubter part of yourself down, even just one notch, it becomes the voice of the realist. The realist basically wants to know what's the plan. It wants to know where's the time and money coming from. But the challenge is in the early phases of dreaming, you may not have it all figured out. And that's why what I teach is if you go to strategy, that's step three you were talking about. If you go to strategy too soon, Too early in the dreaming process, often what you'll do right out of the gate is you'll compromise the dream down to what you think is realistic, and with it, you'll squelch the passion. So what I'm seeing is that it's not that people never go to strategy. It's that we tend to go to strategy so soon and so quickly, and we have to have all the answers. Where's the time and money coming from? Otherwise, we tend to abandon and give up on the dream before we've ever really fully looked into it. Hmm. Right. so step one, get clear about the dream, writing it down, talking about it, doing the work to actually connect to your purpose and your passion, that, that will take the dreams to the deeper level. But this method works on any dream, you know, from, you know, making more money to starting your own business, to starting a nonprofit to getting a puppy, you know, <laughs> to losing weight, to writing a book. I mean, it doesn't matter. The process is the same. I've used it with hundreds of thousands of people. Once you're clear about what it is you want, often that will bubble up the doubt, the obstacles, the limiting beliefs. My philosophy is wherever there's an obstacle, design a strategy to manage it. And then that takes us into step three, which is basically the action steps. And the shortcut step in strategy, which most of us hate. (laughs) is to share your dream with other people. So we have a whole community called MyDreamCircle.com with thousands of people from all over the world. And what we have found is we don't want to share our dreams. If we share our dreams, you might laugh at me. I might fail, and then what will you think of me? You might steal my idea. Or the really big reason we don't want to share our dreams is if I tell you my dream, you might expect me to do something about it. (laughs) <laughs> that's really it. And that really is where the whole, you know, even in my dream circle, we have a whole accountability piece that's really designed to support people in taking step by practical step by practical step. But, you know, the ability to share your dream, to talk to anyone, anytime, any place about your dream in a way that's inspiring is a skill to develop. Uh, we're putting on a workshop in San Francisco called How to Be an Inspiring Speaker, people can get more info by going to dreamcoach.com but it's not just about people who want to stand in front of the room and talk to hundreds or thousands of people although anyone that has a message should be have the ability to talk to anyone about their dream and inspire other people to join them but also can you talk to you know talk to somebody who might be a financier for your dream can you talk to somebody who might be a potential partner or a mentor so the ability to speak about your dream with clarity so people get it and inspiration, so people want to be part of it, is a really critical skill to develop. Hey, I want you know, I got to ask Oprah her dream while, while we're talking about visionaries. So can I tell you a little baby story about that? Sure. So um it, it was very funny. I was in Maui leading a retreat. And I came back to my room and I checked my voicemail. and There was a message saying the Oprah show called. They were looking for a passion expert. And I'm like, <gasps> you want me? You know? And they said, "Yeah, we're interviewing 30 authors. I'm like, okay, well, you could still want me. you know yeah. And they said, tell us why we should select you. And, you know, you have 30 seconds. So you kind of, you know, you run down your credentials and then you sort of let it go. It's not, you can't do too much after that. And the next day they called me back and they said, we picked you. And after I, you know, did a cartwheel, woo-hoo, <laughs> I said, I said, I'm somebody who really values Feedback. Can you tell me why you chose me to be the passion expert? And they said, because you were the most passionate. And what I learned out of that was passion sells. People would rather do business with someone who loves what they're doing as opposed to someone who's just doing the job. Well, anyway, luckily I had a suit with me, Heather, because when Oprah calls, you you, you fly, right? <laughs> right then. <laughs> luckily I had a suit because I had come from giving a business speech, otherwise I would have been going to Maui in a muumuu. Moo- <laughs> 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 so I show up in Op- on the Oprah show, and the show is about empowering people to start their own business. And Oprah walked out onto the set, and I was so excited. You know, I just sort of blurted out. I said, Oprah, what was your dream when you started your business? Now, they told me after the show that Oprah asks, the question. <laughs> you know, I was just so caught up in the moment. I was just so excited. And she said, Oh Marsha, that's easy. My dream was to create a company where people could have fun. This is the richest self made woman definitely in America, maybe in the world. You know, she's telling us a lot about her mission, about about fun and enjoyment. And then she went on. She said, My dream was to create a company where people would make a contribution You know, we would come together, they'd make a contribution, and then together we would give back to the world. The audience went wild. You know, you're doing it, Oprah! They were cheering and hooting and hollering. And when the energy was at this really high, fevered pitch, Oprah took the microphone and basically stuck it, you know, in front of my face and said, And what's your dream, (laughs) Marsha? You know, and it's scary enough to share your dreams one on one, but 30 million people and my mother. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I took a deep breath and said, Oprah, my dream is that people will have dreams again. That we won't think about our dreams as fear and fantasy, but rather something that we want, and we'll schedule the date that we're actually going to take action on it. And she smiled at me. She kind of winked at me. We went to commercial. Well, here's a behind-the-scenes Oprah story. She came over to me during the commercial break, and she said, Marcia, you know something that I know. It was really funny because all I could be thinking in that moment was, I'm having a moment with Oprah. You know, it's kind of like her mouth was moving, but I was like, I had to kind of shake myself out of like, oh my gosh, this is Oprah. (laughs) And she's talking to me. You want to hear what she's saying? And what she said was, Oprah said if she had to attribute her success in life to any one thing, it was that she believed in her dream, even when no one else did. And what I would add to Oprah's wisdom is that sometimes there's no evidence that your dream is a sure thing. You know, on a big dream, there's no guarantees that this is the right time to do it. But it's interesting to notice where people look for evidence and guarantees. Like I often will say, don't look in your checkbook. That's not the place to look. You know, don't look on the news. That's not the place to look. The only place to look to decide whether or not you believe in your dream is in your own heart. Can you believe in something because it matters to you and then demonstrate that you believe in it? Demonstrate that it matters to you enough by actually doing something about it.
0: Well, when you were talking about some of the reasons why people don't like to share their dreams, you know, some of them are silly, like, well, they'll expect me to do something, which, yeah, they should expect you to do something. But other times people share their dreams and then the other people tell them, oh, you can't do that. They squelch the dream and then the dreamer ends up not following through. So what's the key to not letting the negative feedback stop us from following through on our dreams?
1: Yes, there are lots of what we call dream stealers, squelchers, and dream killers in the world. And what I have found is that if you haven't done the internal work to deal with your own internal doubters, slash critics, slash gremlins, whatever you want to call them, then anybody can really activate that part inside of you. somebody comes walking along and they just kind of plink you and you go, they go, that's a silly idea. And you go, oh, you're right, you're right. But if you've dealt with your own internal doubt, your own internal limiting beliefs, you've really tapped into a an accountable process and and certainly are looking for strategies to demonstrate that you're more committed to your dream. Then when you meet a doubter on the road, their doubt actually becomes the opportunity, by contrast, to deepen your own commitment to your dream. They're very, very different worlds. So if you act like you have no doubts, or you know, you just sweep them under the rug, um, and you ha- you know, and you just you don't want to deal with doubt because you think that it's like a bad, ugly, green, gnarly monster. It gets very, very powerful. So if, if you ignore it. And somebody else's doubt comes, it's gonna activate yours even more. If you've dealt with this and really get, wait a minute, this is part of me, that, you know, it's like all parts of me, it has insight and wisdom, I'm gonna really hear from it, not let it run amok and take control of my dream, but actually turn its voice down and get what the realist needs and what the plan is and the strategy, then somebody else's doubt just becomes the contrast, the opportunity by contrast to deepen your own commitment to your own dream.
0: To learn more about Marcia Weeder and how to achieve your dreams, just go to successunwrapped dot com slash dreamcoach dot html And I hope you've enjoyed the first segment of our interview. But it's not over. There's a full 200% more than what you just heard where we delve deeper into these success principles. To unwrap the full interview and get lots more tools for success, just sign up to become a Success Unwrapped member on any level you choose at successunwrapped.com slash members. This has been Success Unwrapped with Heather Vail. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of Success Unwrapped, helping you to unwrap and discover your own potential for success. Until next time, keep unwrapping. I'm Heather Vale. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network at Blueberry.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y ycom